0: Good morning, it's Pastor Cynthia here, and I have a great devotional this morning. I've been meditating on this a couple of uh, days now and just have just got something good to share. This is coming from John chapter 7, verses 1 through 9 is where I meditated on, but I centered in just on one verse there, and it was verse 4 is uh, where I centered in on. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And this scripture reads this way. It is um, the brothers of Jesus here, and they're talking to, to Jesus about his ministry. And they said, you can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. Now, imagine this, that what you see here from the scripture, this is Jesus own brothers talking to him. They're trying to get him to go to um, Judea to the Feast of Tabernacles that's coming up, and they're pushing him and telling him that he must do this. That if he's, he can't be famous, that he needs to get out there and show his miracles to his followers. And if he stays hidden like he is, you know that he's not going to um, be famous. So they're pushing him to show himself to the world is what they're doing here. And uh, it's a form of bullying, I guess. I just never imagined that Jesus had ever been bullied by his own brothers. But you know, sometimes that happens to us, doesn't that? it? That uh, we're bullied by those that are, you know, are closest to us, even in the work of the ministry sometimes. We can get bullied or gaslighted. I guess that's another term for it. You know, uh, it happens to the best of people, and Jesus is a prime example here. I just never realized that he experienced quite like that from his brothers, but he did and If you'll notice, they kept saying, "You can't become famous if you hide like this, and you if you can do such wonderful things, show yourself." So they wanted him to focus in on himself. And, you know, that's the primary way a a bully will do us, whether it's a bully in our, uh, our friendship group or our ministry circle or family or even in our own mind. You know, sometimes we can have our own bully in our own mind, can't we? So I've observed that, that they were using the term you all the time, saying you have got to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. And they even stooped kind of low there and said, if you can do such wonderful things. That reminded me of uh, the time that Jesus went into the wilderness and was led by there, there by the Spirit to be tempted of the devil. So this was kind of a devilish thing for people to do uh, for him when he was content where he was. He was in Galilee in his home, and uh, it was a rather remote place out from Judea, which was a more wide um, place in the world, I guess, so to speak. So they wanted him to to get on out there. But the thing is, in verse 5, Jesus knew, the scripture in verse 5 said, Jesus knew that they didn't even believe in them themselves. So they were doing this, not because they wanted to help him in his ministry, but they were more or less bullying and taunting him. You know, sometimes I can get that way in my own mind and, you know, especially, you know, when we're not being called on to uh, serve and teach and lead like I have been uh, for such a long time to have a, a group to lead, uh, to be even, I've taken myself off Facebook for a season of time and, you know, this thing is going on in my own mind and this uh, bullying even in my own uh, thoughts of, uh, you know, people are going to forget you, you're not going to be seen as influential, you're not going to be um, called on, you're not going to be noticed, those things that come to us just to sort of keep us questioning our own reality. But you know, as I observe this in the scripture, I noticed that Jesus didn't have a question about who he was who he belonged to and his mission. He didn't even sort of give their words um very much worth, I guess, in his life or strength in his life. He let them say whatever he wanted that they wanted to say. But then he went on to say this. He said, you know, I'm not going to the feast. My time to go is not yet for that. But you can go any time you want to. You can go on and do whatever you want to. He didn't try to decide for them what they should do. But then again, he didn't uh, feel less than, you know, like he wasn't good enough if he wasn't going to participate right then. He was just going to wait on God. You know, those of us, particularly like that have been traumatized by bullies in our life in the past, whether it's been in the church, in the family, in the workplace, you know, sometimes others can sense how fragile we are. And, you know, as a gang, they can gang up on us and attack us in different ways and make us just, our ego suffer. You know, we can do that in our own mind too, but It seems like the group always wants a scapegoat, don't they? And Jesus did become the ultimate scapegoat for us when he went outside the gate and suffered uh, for the sins of the whole world. So he was um, gaining, I guess, some strength for that uh, upcoming task that he was going to have to become the scapegoat for the rest of us. So um, if you're having trouble, I don't know if you're having trouble or not, you know, but one thing we need to be sure we're doing is is uh, standing up for ourselves and not letting those negative uh, words beat us down, whether they're ours or from other people. And, you know, we also need to not be a victim in anything. So Jesus was not a victim. You know, he was decisive about what his uh, mission was, and he stayed on that. Now, all these men who... Uh, discredit him him there or tried to push him there. Every one of them became leaders in their own right, but, you know, later on, but at that time they just didn't understand him and they didn't know how to support him or uh, what he was doing exactly. So we don't find fault with people. We don't fall out with people just because sometimes they want to um, gaslight us or bully us or even speak negatively about us or to us. You know, not always behind our back. Sometimes it's to our face. But well, he gave them the freedom to say whatever they needed to. He didn't argue or fuss with them. But he said, you know, it's not time for me to go do that yet. Um, and he said, the world hates me because, you know, I confront the world about its evil. And uh, he said, the world's going to hate you too when you stand up to it. And, you know, this bully that's inside your head today, this bully that's inside uh this uh gaslighting that's going on in your life when you start standing up to that the and calling it evil and uh deciding that you're going to overcome it and take your life back then uh, you know you're going to be not liked very well either sometimes not even by yourself but i'm telling you it's, it's worth it for us to take our life back and to um not be intimidated by these uh The things that come come to us, trying to control us and trying to get us to second guess ourselves all the time, or even to take revenge on us, or keep us off balance for whatever reason. So we have to begin to recognize things that trigger these uh, uh, gaslighting situations, or the bullying situations, or the negative uh, talk situations and look out for one another. Let's let's begin to look out for one another. So I'm asking you today, are you in a position where you feel like you're being bullied or gaslighted or intimidated or with negative thoughts or bombarded, overwhelmed by these things in your own life? And if you are, you know, Jesus is a prime example of there of how to behave yourself in that situation. For he said, uh, "It's not the right time for me to go." He stood up for himself. But you can go any time. You go do what you want to do. But you know, I already know what I need to be doing. And the world can't hate you, but it does hate me. He said, because I accuse it of doing evil. So you go on, but I'm not going to do it this time. I'm not going yet. I'm not going to go uh, that route. So if people are trying to push you or intimidate you about that you're not doing enough or maybe you're not good enough or you're even thinking that about yourself, you know, look at Jesus in John chapter 7 today, verses 1 through 9, and you'll be encouraged and you'll be an overcomer. Now, my prayer right now is this, Lord, help us to be aware of the times that we're letting people and situations bully us. Uh, unfairly and that it's not in reality to it and uh, you know to stay with our mission and to stay with you in the timing of everything and if we make a decision that you've led us in a certain direction to stay with it and not be intimidated and help us Lord to take our life back for the glory of God and the kingdom of God that we may be on time with you and doing what You want us to do when you want us to do it, and the way you want to. And Father, just forgive all those today. We forgive those who have bullied, gaslighted, and negatively spoken to us about our ministries, about our lives, about what we're doing that would cause us to feel in any way that they didn't care for us or uh, that they didn't believe in us. So, Lord, we ask you to forgive them in the name of Jesus, as we forgive them. We forgive them, Lord, and we ask that you forgive them too and restore unto us a right spirit. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now, you have a great day.